This is Radio On The Go Sports, and I'm John Mowinghole reporting. Scores from Tuesday in girls' high school basketball. AGWSR defeated Wapsie Valley 38-31. Tripola fell to Clarksville 59-20. Number 1 and 2A Dyke New Hartford beat East Marshall 63-23. Grundy Center beat Sumner Fredericksburg 50-46. Iowa Falls Alden beat Hampton New Montcal 51-45. Osage beat North Butler. 55-27, and Hudson beat South Harden 45-34. Boys basketball, Wapsie Valley beat AGWSR 62-40. Clarksville beat Tripola 65-51. Dyke New Hartford beat East Marshall 70-51. Grundy Center defeated Sumner Fredericksburg 54-51. Iowa Falls Alden beat Hampton New Cal 50-49. Osage beat North Butler 58-40. And Hudson beat South Harden 87-71. On the schedule for today, men's college basketball. Southwestern is at Ellsworth. Iowa Central is at Nyack. Also, women's basketball, Iowa Central at Nyack. Here's my recap from the AGWSR at Wapsie Valley Doubleheader Tuesday night. I'm John Mowinkle reporting from the Wapsie Valley High School Gymnasium, where on Tuesday night the AGWSR basketball teams split a varsity doubleheader with the Wapsie Valley Warriors. The Cougar girls picked up a 38-31 victory, while the AGWSR boys fell 62-40. We start with the girls' game. And AGWSR, with their most sluggish start of the year, they were in some serious trouble. They were down 15-5 to after a Wapsie Valley team that's kind of in a rebuilding phase themselves. Yeah, 15-5. to They were down 10 points. It was a low-scoring game throughout, obviously, as the score indicated. But it ended up being 18-17 Warriors at the break. And then AGWSR able to muscle it out. In the end, they led 26-22 at the end of the third and 38-31. Wapsie Valley was definitely into the whole way through, but Cougar sophomore Trevin Smith said that her team was able to bounce back from some early sluggishness and general lack of energy early on. They were able to turn that around and come out on top with a strong second half and move to 6-0 on the season. Especially in the first half, we got a slow start, so I think we kind of had to settle down, focus on playing our basketball, find a way to get back into our game, um, keep looking to get the best shots for us. I think we were kind of not being picky enough with our shots. And so we just focused on playing our game, moving our feet on defense, um, really trying to apply the most pressure that we can and make it difficult for them. And I think we got better as the game progressed, and I think that helped us kind of dig it out. Josie Cooper had 15 points. Nakia Olivier had 11. And again, the Cougars moved to 6-0 and oh overall. The AGWSR boys went back and forth with the Warriors. It was 11-11 at the end of the first quarter, all tied up. But the Warriors, with a strong close to the first half, they were able to build up a lead. They would never uh, surrender again. And it was 45-25. It was as many as a 20-point lead for the Warriors midway through the second half. Cougars were able to trim the deficit back down to 14, but again, just not quite enough for the 62-40 loss for AGWSR. Head coach Riley Shipper says that despite the loss, his team was able to gain some confidence. But, yeah, those second-chance opportunities is really what shot the Cougars in the foot. Second-chance opportunities. Um, you know, we, gave, we gave, gave away too many offensive rebounds in that second quarter and, 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 and second-chance points. Um, you know, I thought Bradley came out, played really well again. Um, you know, we talked about it yesterday at practice. Um, 
Coach McCowan isn't afraid not to guard people. Um, you know, and I and I told him if, if you're that guy, you got to be ready to you got to be ready to shoot the ball. And you know, I think you could see tonight. I just I was taking a chance with anybody on the bench. You know, you're up next. Um, you know, George Van Hove came in and made a couple shots. Um, Carver Brown, you know, came in and gave good minutes. Carter Roeder. Um, you know, it, it, it's good to see a, a scorebook with not just two guys on you know that have scored you know for the night. So. You know, hopefully some guys gain some confidence uh, with this game. And, you know, I, I can take away that, you know, we're not a team that's just going to quit. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate that with, from the guys. And, you know, we're, we're going to keep gaining confidence. And, you know, I think we'll keep getting better. Bradley Roeder scored 15 points to lead the way. Interestingly, Wapsie Valley's Mason Harder notched a career-high 36 points, shattering his previous best of 22. AGWSR moves to 0-4. Both the Cougar boys and girls will be at Grundy Center when NICL West play resumes this Friday night. Once again, the final scores, the AGWSR girls defeat Wapsie Valley 38-31, and the AGWSR boys fall 62-40. The Cougars split with the Warriors. I'm John Moenkle reporting from Wapsie Valley High School for Radio on the Go Sports. The Dyke New Hartford basketball teams emphatically swept East Marshall on the road Tuesday. The number one and two A Wolverine girls won 63-23, and the boys won 70-51. The Wolverines got off to a fast start in the girls' game, taking a 24-9 lead after the first quarter. The Dyke New Hartford defense proved to be tenacious, shotting out the Mustangs in the second quarter. The running clock rule took effect in the third quarter, and the Wolverines cruised to another win to remain undefeated at 7-0. In the boys' game, the teams traded buckets in a high-scoring first quarter, which saw the Wolverines take a 21-19 lead. But Dyke New Hartford clamped down defensively, holding the Mustangs to just 7 points in the second quarter for the 38-26 halftime lead. A strong second half allowed the Wolverines to put the game away and cruise to the win. Benton Bixby notched a career-high 30 points and career-high 16 rebounds. The 16 rebounds is the most by a Wolverine in a game since Colton Harberts collected 18 against Applington Parkersburg in February 2019. Colin Meester scored 14 points. Braxton Johnson recorded a double-double of 11 points and 14 rebounds. Dyke New Hartford moves to 3-3. Three three. Both teams will return to action Friday at Columbus Catholic. The Grundy Center basketball teams swept Sumner Fredericksburg on the road Tuesday in an entertaining doubleheader. The Spartan girls won 50-46 and the boys won 54-51. The girls' game saw several lead changes. The Cougars held a narrow 12-11 lead after the first quarter, but the Spartans used a strong second quarter to take a 25-18 halftime lead. Grundy Center fell behind at the second half and only scored six points in the third quarter. Trailing 35-31 to begin the fourth, the Spartans fought back to tie the game at 42 with 2.54 left and used a strong finish to hold off the Cougars. The win moves Grundy Center to 2-4. The Spartan boys fell behind early and trailed 11-4 after the first quarter, but a nearly opposite second quarter allowed Grundy Center to take a 20-18 halftime lead. After an even third quarter, the teams went back and forth in the fourth. The Cougars briefly held a lead, but the Spartans came back and put the game away at the free throw line. Grundy Center moves to 3-1. Both teams will return to action Thursday hosting Roland Story. The Iowa Falls Alden girls and boys basketball teams picked up victories at Hampton-Dumont Cal Tuesday night. The girls' varsity game tipped off the night as the cadets picked up their second North Central Conference win, 51-45, to move to 3-4 overall and 2-1 in conference play. Junior Ella Shire managed to record 15 points despite battling foul trouble, and sophomore Brooklyn Handeland added three triples. 
Cadet head coach Brandon Uhlenberg says the team's depth allowed them to pull out the win. I thought it was just a gutsy victory by our kids. You know, losing our second starter to injury, just shortening our bench, and kids that haven't played a lot of varsity minutes at all stepping in and, and really doing a good job for us. Uh, scoring some baskets, hitting free throws. I, I just think overall, especially when you're in foul trouble, that, that bench depth is not really there, but then they're playing more minutes than you even expected. I, I just thought it was a gutsy performance by our kids. Hampton Dumont Cal had their best offensive outing of the season as their previous high score was 30 points in the season opener. The sophomore trio of Jordan Valley, Brooklyn Valley, and Lily Hambly all scored in double figures. The Bulldog girls are 0-6 overall and 0-3 in the North Central Conference. The boys' varsity contest came down to the final shot as Iowa Falls Alden held off a big run from the Bulldogs late in the fourth quarter, winning from a missed buzzer beater 50-49. The cadets led 42-28 heading into the fourth, but found themselves trailing in the closing minutes. Sophomore Calvin Hutchinson's early 13-point spark led the cadets to victory, and a heroic 23-point effort from Bulldogs big man Scott Haar ended in a loss. Iowa Falls Alden junior forward Jaden Damiano, who had 12 points Tuesday night, says he's proud of how Hutchinson has started the season. Calvin's having a great year, especially as a sophomore. He's, he's the guy that we go to if we need a good shot in. He's not afraid to pull it. He can shoot from anywhere on the court, and he's very good defensively. He's always He's been a team player this year, so pretty proud of him so far. The cadets move to 2-3 and three and 2-0 and oh in the North Central Conference. Hampton-Dumont Cal is 1-2 and 0-1 and oh and to start out conference play. The Bulldogs host Humboldt Friday, and the Cadets are at Algona Friday. That's it for this edition of Radio on the Go Sports. Find more at RadioOnTheGo.com. I'm John Mowinkle reporting.